Welcome to the Kids Zone Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite holiday books written for children. Hello, reader friends. It's Miss Molly at the Orem Library. What a fun time of year this is to dive into books about all kinds of holidays that are celebrated around the world and in our own neighborhoods. One book I enjoyed recently that left me feeling all warm inside is a picture book called The Dreidel That Wouldn't Spin by Martha Seif Simpson, illustrated by Durga Yale Bernhard. The story starts out with a toy shop owner acquiring a unique treasure, a dreidel that is beautifully painted and truly one of a kind. A dreidel is a spinning top that is used in a game that is played during Hanukkah. The shopkeeper is excited to sell the dreidel because he is sure he can make a lot of money on it, but the peddler tells him that this is a special dreidel and the miracle of Hanukkah isn't something that can be bought. The next day, a girl and her father come into the store. The girl demands all sorts of presents. Her father tells her the beautiful dreidel is too expensive, but she throws a big fit, so the father buys it anyway. The next day, the girl and her father come back angry. The dreidel is broken, they tell the shopkeeper. It doesn't spin. The shopkeeper apologizes and gives them their money back. The next day, a similar thing happens with a boy and his mother. Again, they buy it, and again they return the dreidel disappointed. The final visitors to the shop are a boy and his father. They're poor and don't have any money to spend, but are completely delighted just to come into the shop. They admire all the small details in the toys and appreciate just the experience of being together and the chance to enjoy looking around this magical store. The shopkeeper is touched by their good cheer and gifts them with the dreidel. When the poor boy spins it, though, the dreidel behaves in an amazing way that it didn't for any of the other children. This was a charming story, and I love that it follows a sort of folktale structure. And I always enjoy an uplifting message where it's the good-hearted, humble characters who are rewarded in the end. The message of gratitude is always a great reminder at a time of year when there's a big emphasis on presence. The illustration style is simple, but effective, providing images of toys and the storefront, while still allowing room for kids' imaginations to fill in even more corners of the store than are pictured. If you're looking for picture books on Hanukkah, you could also try The Hanukkah Bear, which is adorable and has kid-friendly, cartoonish illustrations. It's about an old lady with bad eyesight mistaking a bear for her village rabbi. We hope you enjoy your holiday season and happy reading. Holiday, a dapper-looking triangle who wears a striped party hat and tie, shows up to visit all the days of the week. He shows up on Monday, but Monday doesn't want to share his days of the week. All the days of the week meet Holiday, who wants to stay and be a new day of the week. But Monday is concerned that Holiday plans to take over all the days of the week. Tuesday thinks Holiday is kind of fun and wants to see what happens. Wednesday really likes Holiday's hat. Thursday introduces Holiday to the other days of the week. Friday is welcoming to Holiday, but really doesn't want him hanging around too long. Saturday and Sunday wake up from their nap. 
Oh, to say hello. Holiday feels so welcome, he plans to stay and wants to take the place of each and every day of the week. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday don't want to be replaced and protest. Hey, ho, Holiday has to go. Holiday sees that he has caused a problem and plans to pack his bags and leave. But Tuesday suggests that Holiday comes back in a month or so. The days of the week say goodbye, take a nap, and dream about having a holiday break each month. The simple shapes that represent the days of the week and nonsense humor in this junior picture book make it a great read for pre-K through grade 2 readers. Check out Holiday by Natalie Nelson at the Orem Library now. And don't forget that the library has tons of books on Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, and many other holidays that are celebrated around the world each and every month. Talk to our friendly Kids on Librarians for help finding fun holiday books that feature stories, cultures, traditions, foods, and crafts. See you soon. Associate Librarian at the Orem Public Library. Did you know that December tends to be one of my favorite months of the year? That's because the holiday season arrives in full force this month. Spending time with the family and eating holiday treats are a few of my favorite activities, but reading and listening to holiday stories is definitely a seasonal highlight. I was searching through our stacks in the library the other day, looking for some books to get me in the Christmas spirit, and found a couple of gems I really wanted to tell you about. The first is called How Six Found Christmas by Trina Sharp Hyman. This book was originally published in 1969 and is a cute short story that asks, what is Christmas? The story starts with a little girl who had never heard of Christmas, so she laces up her boots to go and find one. As she's walking through the woods, she runs across a cat, a dog, a fox, a hawk, and a mockingbird, asking each along the way if they've ever seen a Christmas. Each responds they haven't, but they're interested in finding out what it is, and they join her on her journey. This is a short book at 28 pages and reads like a modern folktale. It has stark illustrations using a limited color palette of white, black, green, gray, brown, with pops of bright red. While the book is very short and highly illustrated, the writing is slightly more advanced than our beginner readers, making this more appropriate for at least a third grade reading level. However, the story is sweet and enjoyable for young and old alike. Another gem in our collection is Sam's Wild West Christmas by Nancy Antle. In this book, it's Christmas Eve and Sam's Wild West show is headed home for the holidays when they come across a train stopped on the tracks. The train's passengers have been held up by robbers who took their Christmas presents. So Sam sits out in his hot air balloon with Rodeo Rosie by his side to find the robbers and bring justice to the land. This book is hilarious. From following the trail of wrapping paper, combining Christmas words with Western lingo, to using six shooters to make a snowman and therefore distracting the robbers, this book is nothing but delightful. It's a quick read with large print and wide spacing, as well as illustrations on nearly every page. 
This would make a fun read aloud, but is easy enough for the average third grader to read on their own. If you're looking for a great mashup between the Wild West and Santa Claus, this is the book for you. Hi, this is Miss Mary from the library. This month, I read a book called The People Remember, written by E.B. Zaboy and illustrated by Love is Wise. This book helped me learn more about Kwanzaa, a holiday that celebrates African-American identity and purpose. Kwanzaa begins on December 25th and is celebrated every day until January 1st. The seven principles, called the Ungozo Zaba, are celebrated on each of these days. The principles are unity, self-determination, collective work and responsibility, cooperative economics, purpose, creativity, and faith. These are the English translations of the principles and they originate from Swahili words. This inspiring picture book begins hundreds of years ago with African people celebrating their culture. We take a journey through time to see the history of slave trading, the Civil War, the Great Migration, the Civil Rights Movement, and the many African-American icons of our culture through the present day. As the book moves through African-American history, the seven principles of Kwanzaa are introduced one at a time. While the historical events told and illustrated are simplified enough for a child to understand, the powerful message of a people continually overcoming great difficulties and injustices rings clear. Even though I'd heard many of these stories, I was left in awe of the strength of the African-American community throughout the history of our country. The simple and beautiful writing is appropriate for even young children, and the author's note and timeline of events at the end will be of interest to older readers wanting to know more about the history of Kwanzaa. I learned a few things myself. Did you know that Kwanzaa was first celebrated in 1966 in response to the Civil Rights Movement? I also learned that the red, green, and black Kwanzaa candles represent the seven principles. Check this book out in our junior nonfiction collection. For more books about Kwanzaa, check out Seven Spools of Thread, a Kwanzaa Story by Angela Medeiros and Little Rabbit's Kwanzaa by Donna Washington. See you soon at the library. Thanks for joining us. Check out our favorite titles at your local library. See you next month for more reviews. Hi, it's Miss Rita at the Orem Library. To start the new 2022 year out, how about reading a fun feel-good fairy tale that just might help you gain greater happiness and joy? Susan Verde writes about mindfulness in a picture book that incorporates yoga into a nimble, fractured fairy tale about a big, bad wolf who inexplicably loses his huff and puff. The wolf knows. Susan Verde writes about mindfulness in a picture book that incorporates yoga into a nimble, fractured fairy tale about a big, bad wolf who inexplicably loses his huff and his puff. The wolf knows his long-standing outbursts of anger are futile, but still has a compulsion to demolish everything in his sight. 
he meets three piglet yogis in succession and is miffed that he can't blow down their home. He meets three piglet yogis in succession and is miffed that he can't blow down their homes. He meets three piglet yogis in succession and is miffed that he can't blow down their homes. When the yogis notice the wolf's frustration, they serenely respond, Let's meditate on that. They teach him belly breathing, <gasps> cooling breath, and supported breathing methods that help him, even if temporarily, to calm down and relax. After practicing his exercises with all three yogis, the wolf decisively finds his breath through yoga and learns how to control his anger. The author's narrative text is so inviting that everyone will want to practice the wolf's yoga and breathing patterns. Additional breathing exercises and poses are included at the back of the book. Additional breathing exercises and poses are included at the back of the book. The illustrations in this new age tale with expressive characters are rendered in charming graphics of simple shape and line. The sophisticated complementary color palettes of the double page spreads have a calming with pleasurable sh- The sophisticated complementary color palettes on the double page spreads have a calming effect with pleasurable shades of gold, earthy greens, and thought-provoking orange reds. This is a perfect picture book to read one-on-one in a group to help young children and adults find their inner peace and power of breath with just a little bit of This is a perfect picture book to read one-on-one or in a group to help young children and adults find their inner peace and power of breath with a little fantasy sprinkled throughout. Go to your local library and check it out. Welcome to the Kids Zone Check It Out podcast. This month, we're reviewing some of our favorite fantasy books written for children.